Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Besides rare finds, secret shows, whether it's a must-see concert or a must-have coin, curious types crave interesting experiences. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because our Sleep Number 360 smart bed is really smart. It senses your movement and automatically adjusts to help keep you both comfortable. Plus, it's temperature balancing so you stay cool. It's even smart enough to know exactly how long, how well, and when you slept. And to help you get almost 30 minutes more restful sleep per night. Sleep Number takes care of the science. All you have to do is sleep. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed Queen now only $19.99. Plus free premium home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Jeff Nishwit. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. How are you today? I am wonderful, Christina. Looking forward to a lively conversation. Oh, it's going to be lively. I've seen you speak and you are quite lively, very energetic, and you're going to share with the audience something I thought was very fascinating, Snow Globe Leadership. What's that about? I was very curious about that. And uh, you also have a speaking organization, leading organization, helping people be the best leaders they can, because as a business owner, you have to be able to lead. So before we go to sharing all those wonderful um, insight. Share a little bit about your backstory. What led you to where you are today? Well, I'd love to tell you it was a great plan, brilliantly executed, but it was uh, in truth more like a car crash <laughs> that uh, I was going down the highway at a high rate of speed, as I do, thinking I was going the right direction. Uh-huh. And uh, the car left the road, flipped a few times. Hmm. And uh, the outcome was, though, the car landed on its wheels car and driver were damaged but i drove in the direction the car was pointing and most people hear that and say oh come on and 
that's really more true than not. Uh, my huh. first career was as a lawyer. Yeah. And I practiced law 17 years before realizing that I hated it. <laughs> I was really good at it, which is one of the lessons. You can be great at something and still hate it. Uh, and then I went on this journey that ended up with some wrecks and some failures and some bumps and bruises. And uh, the real quick version is I, I was working, had a job doing sales, and mm -hmm. I decided to write a book uh, to help lawyers run their businesses better. I didn't have a coaching practice or a consultancy. I had no reason to write a book except I wanted to. And the right person read it. And a gentleman who runs a law firm in West Virginia called me many years ago and said, I love your book. It's awesome. Do you do coaching? And I said, yes, I do. Yes, I do. And that led to an engagement, which led to an idea, which led to the direction I went. So yeah. uh, yes, a plan is nice, but I say it's more important to trust and just listen mm. than to plan. When you know what's so that. interesting about this, Jeff? I just have to stop you. It's so interesting when, when that happens and you go with it, like you don't fight it. Uh, because, you know, I got started doing a consulting business, doing what I did in corporate, and I do it really, really well. And I don't hate it, but I don't love it. And I hired my first mentor 12 years ago, and she's like, so do you love it? I'm like, well, no, I don't love it, but I'm very good at it. And she's like, well, stick with it. You got three options. You either go back to a J-O-B or you learn to love this thing, or you make a new business. And so I said, okay, so I'm just going to plug away with what I got on the table right now and just look to market it, get it out there. And she suggested doing a podcast. And I didn't know what it was, but I heard my friend doing one. And while she was being interviewed, I was like, I need to do that. And by that, I mean, interview folks. And it started where six months later, I have 45,000 listeners. And, uh, and I was like, I could do this all day long. I love it. And then nine months later, someone called me and said, hey, uh, can I do some advertising? What is your cost? And da, 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 do you do advertising? I was like you. I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll check with my sales department on our numbers. I'll get right back to you. I was like, I don't know what you charge for this sort of thing. But it is so crazy how that happens. Yeah. I think it happens all the time. The question is, are we listening? And are we willing to listen versus mm. get caught up in, I don't have a clear plan. So I need to figure it out first. And so when people say, I need to figure something out, I said, oh my God, don't do that. Just do something and, and then figure it out as you go. That's how yeah. I live my life. It's fun. Yeah, it is. And you know what? As you go along, I mean, there had to be value in what I had to offer for someone to call. And there was. We built a platform pretty quick. And the same goes with you. They're like, I love your book. You've got something there. You've got wisdom of 17 years of practice that you can share with me. But I think, why is this, Jeff? Now, share with me. What do you think? Why is it that people have and sit on these skills, talents, gifts, and they think they're not worth anything? What is that? Well, that's... <laughs> How many hours do you have? But actually, there is a short version. There's a short version. The truth is that almost everybody, and I'll, that means everybody, that's my nice way of saying everybody, has some doubt about their value. Mm. A lot of people say, oh, I don't have any doubt. Those are the ones who usually have the most. But there's some doubt. And until we're conscious of that, we're making decisions from the place of doubt. And until we're willing to say, yeah, I do. And let me take a look at why. And let me take a look at reframing that. Because otherwise, I'll live my life through a lens of less than, not enough. I won't take risk. I'll stick with what I perceive to be safe. Mm -hmm. and, and I'll lie to myself. And I, what I would say to you, uh, Christina, is this. One of the biggest lessons I learned when I quit practicing law 
is that when I thought I was just okay with what I was doing, yeah. when I decided to quit, I realized I hated it. So I decided to leave when I made the decision. And that's when I realized I hated it. And what I learned in that is that I will tell myself everything's okay mm -hmm. forever because then I don't have to actually change. Wow. But how long will I sit in something I really don't like? Not very long. That was my lesson in it. That if I think everything's fine, it's probably uh -huh. more than that, but I won't ever know until I'm willing to take the risk. You know, it's interesting that you say you didn't realize you hated it until you said you made the decision. I'm not doing it. Then you're like, you know, I always hated it. Um, and it, I've heard from so many people that have come to be past guests that have exploded later on into business owners. They said some major catastrophe often happened. Maybe the kids went off to college, someone got sick, they got sick or accident, whatever it might be. And those were the moments that it was like, is this, is this it? What am I here for? And then they go deeper. Um, it is just amazing. Now you also started, you had this talk that I thought was very fascinating, uh, Snow Globe Leadership. But what is Snow Globe Leadership? And uh, yeah, I thought that was fascinating. I also saw on your website, a little snow globe with uh, beautiful little dragonflies, which I love. Where did that come from? So that's another example of trusting Christina. About mm -hmm. five years ago, I was giving a speech in Raleigh, North Carolina. And I don't know if you do this. Most people who are speakers do. If something pops in my head when I'm speaking, I just share it. And I didn't own a snow globe at the time, which is weird. But this whole thing popped in my head on stage about snow globe. And so I shared it. And then I started fine tuning it. And so the point is this, that snow globes exist for a single reason. If you think about it, they exist to be shaken. They don't exist to look good because a lot of things look good, but there's liquid in there and there, there's snow or sparkles to move because they're supposed to be shaken. Then I started realizing that most snow globes never get shaken because they're good enough as they are. They're good enough, they look good, and they sit on a desk, or they sit on a chair, or they sit on a shelf, and they look good, and that's enough. And then I thought, well, but when you shake them up, the other challenge is, as soon as you stop shaking, they immediately start to settle. Oh. And that's what I realized of what we do in our leadership, with our culture, with our personal lives. Yeah. Even if we're, first of all, we're not willing to shake things up, or when we do, we shake things up and we don't really change anything. We don't change our actions. We don't change our perspective. And everything goes back to the way it was. But it still now explain that nice. to me. You shake them stop. up and then they go back to the way they were. How do you shake it up and not make changes? Well, if you shake a snow globe, at uh -huh. the end, the, the, the sparkles in the snow are in different places. Yeah. But nothing really changed. Ah. So for making change in our life and our business and our leadership, we have to make, I call them shifts. Mm -hmm. I say shake, shift, and shine. We got to shake things up, but we got to shift our perspective and shift our actions so we can get different outcomes. And it's so easy to settle for the way things are. And too many companies will shake things up, but nothing really changes. I mean, the program I just left today, that's exactly the risk. It was a team session. We're going to shake things up. But if they don't really do things differently next week, it was just a nice afternoon. So I'm big on the shakeup. And the last thing I'll share, because it's very COVID specific or pandemic specific, mm. I've got a lot of pushback the last year of Jeff, you know, with all due respect, I understand that disrupting yourself is helpful, but I feel disruptive enough already. I don't want to be more disruptive. And that's where I said, well, that's where you're wrong. Because what happened last year is we were all disrupted externally. But when you're being disrupted externally, it's even more important to disrupt yourself internally. 
Because if you try and just hold on tight with external disruptors, you'll get slammed against the wall. You have to keep shaking. So the reality is last year required even more internal disruption. Mm. What am I, what's really going on here? What's important to me? How am I seeing this? Am I seeing what is there? Or I'm seeing what's not there. What's driving my stress levels. Mm. So I'm just, a, I'm, I'm a zealot now about shaking things up. And the snow globe was the best visual. If I'm on stage, uh, and you'll appreciate this, Christina. Uh, I have three boxes. I have a lot of snow globes. I buy them wherever I go now. I have like 90. Anywhere new, I buy a snow globe. But I have three boxes that all look the same. And in one of them is a, is a dragonfly snow globe, which represents transformation. Hmm. Another one has a butterfly, which represents transformation and a connection with my mom. Oh. And the third is a, a snow globe for the show Wicked that I bought when I was in London. Because I love theater. Well, I grab a box when I go speak. I don't know which one I grab. So when I open it, it's also a surprise to me. And now I get to share the story of whether it's the, the theater or the butterfly and my mom or the dragonfly. So it's I get a, I get a surprise every time I open the snow globe. I don't know which one I'm going to get. That is fascinating. And I love what you said there, Jeff, about the past year being uh, really external turmoil and, uh, and, you know, transition. Cause I heard from so many people, they were just like, Oh, I'm just going to stay still and wait for it to stop moving. And then I'll go back to normal or new normal, whatever. But I'm like, but what's really changed. You're going to sit on the couch for 15 hours, eat bonbons and wait for it to all be over and have gained 30 pounds more unhealthy and nothing's changed. Or are you going to look at it and say, what does this mean for me? What can I do? regardless of what's going on outside to expand myself, grow myself, my business. Because, you know, I had some guests on the past year that regardless of what went on with the economy and businesses closing, they exploded. And some of them were food operations. Some of them were an upholstery company. I mean, companies you wouldn't expect to explode during a downturn in, in the um, economy. Well, what I loved you mentioned there is the, the phrase that I've come to hate. And it's also a learning lesson, which is about our attachment to normalcy. Because mm. if you look at the pandemic, like this curve, it happened like middle of March in the U.S. Yeah. Everybody was saying, I can't wait for things to get back to normal. Then they realized that wasn't going to happen quickly enough. So then they invented the phrase, we're in the new normal. And then that changed the next day. And I kept thinking about why is everybody attached to normalcy? It's because it's the only thing that makes them feel safe. Mm and comfortable yeah. so i've got to label it something yeah instead of just embracing everything has fundamentally changed and today one of my i'm pounding the table these days christina with leaders and organizations is if you're leading today the way you did 18 months ago you're failing because you're the, work, the workforce has changed mm. they got a taste of something they're not giving it back they're not freedom and, I, and i'm sure you saw the statistic two that are relevant in April, 4 million people in the U.S. voluntarily quit their jobs. Wow. Why are they quitting their job? My guess is they're, they're not willing to keep working where they're at, and they'll take the risk. The other is that 35 to 40 percent of the people in the U.S. today plan on having a new job by the end of the year. Those are massive numbers, which tells us the workforce has shifted, and if leaders and organizations have not shifted, you better look out because they'll find a place that will give them what they want. Yeah. And you know what's interesting about this, Jeff? I hear from so many people uh, that I've worked with, either employees or, or companies, that they're, 
they've like, I'm now having family time. And they're like, I'm not willing to give that up. If I can find a way to either work for myself as a freelancer, build my own business or work as an employee, but on my terms, it means uh, finding a new way to work with the workforce and, and a way that's beneficial to everyone. And, and you're right. If, if business owners don't start shifting the way they think about it, that I need to have my people here and to watch them because for the last nine, 10 months, it, they've not been in your workspace. They've been on zoom or out there and you have to find new ways to connect with your, um, your teams. Well, and one of the things I chuckle at, and it's not a, it's not a funny chuckle. It's more like, oh crap, ch uh, chuckle. Mm -hmm. I've talked to so many companies who are saying we have to bring our people back to work for our culture. And yet what they're hearing is their people are more productive at home or remotely. The research is overwhelming that people have been actually more productive working remotely. My quality of life is better and I'm happier. Well, what's the culture piece here? You have happy, productive people who are enjoying their life better and have better quality of life. How is that not the culture? Yeah. Isn't that what you want a culture to be? Exactly. But you know what it is? I don't know if they realize it. it's the old model of these are my people, uh, nine to five. I own them. I pay them. Honestly, they kind of treat them like slaves. Right. And I know they would say otherwise that no, 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 we love our people, la, la, la. But I'm like, then what? Because if they're more productive, you said they're happier people, they're going to give you more. And most of the employees I talk to say I'm working much longer hours than I did in the office because I don't have to travel. Right. It's a win win. Unless of course, a different schedule. Yeah. Unless, of course, you have to meet a client or something like that. And then I, I get maybe shifting the schedule a bit and saying you got to be in the office for a particular sales meeting or whatever. But on a day where that's not happening, I don't see why everyone doesn't win by you staying home. I think that's the, the 10 million, 100 million dollar question right now going forward, Christina. Yeah. And I think that the biggest challenge is what you said, getting out of my own mind how things used to be. Yeah. And believing that because it's the way we used to do it, it's the mm -hmm. best way. Yeah. Versus really stepping back and saying, what if we had a, a blank canvas here? Yeah. What do we want to create versus trying to go back to something? Why assume that what you had was great? Why don't you assume it was neutral? Yeah. But let's start from scratch and say, given what we know today, what does, does our workforce look like? What was our work life look like? and start from scratch that to me is what lead, that you want to talk about innovation and collaboration that's what you do you start from scratch and say how do we build something amazing mm -hmm. given the reality today yeah and how do you make it better and better as you said things change and you've yeah. got to be able to shift and grow with it and here is the opportunity both for businesses and individually to grow because as you say go inside and shake things up how can today i can shake things up inside to be that much of a better person employee business owner whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you know, already from just chatting with me, I'm a believer in shaking things up and I'm that not... starts with me. <laughs> Let's shake it up. Well, how do they find out more about you and your business? How, how do they get in touch with you? Work with you? How does that work? Well, it's, re it's really simple because I'm blessed with a difficult last name. So if you can spell my last name, which is N is in Nancy, I S C H W I T Z. You go to nishwitzgroup.com, you search Jeff Nishwitz, there's nobody else with my name. Anything you find will be me, you know, check me out, hook up with me on social media. Love to have you be part of the conversation and get together for a chat to riff on leadership and snow globes and shaking things up.
I love it. Well, everyone, let's go out there and shake things up both personally, business-wise, and in the world and make it better. Thank you so much, Jeff, for coming today on Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Christina. Gotcha. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more Savvy episodes and Savvy Biz Tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Besides rare finds, secret shows, whether it's a must-see concert or a must-have coin, curious types crave interesting experiences. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because our Sleep Number 360 smart bed is really smart. It senses your movement and automatically adjusts to help keep you both comfortable. Plus, it's temperature balancing so you stay cool. It's even smart enough to know exactly how long, how well, and when you slept. And to help you get almost 30 minutes more restful sleep per night. Sleep Number takes care of the science. All you have to do is sleep. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed Queen now only $19.99. Plus free premium home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.